The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Let's just jump right into it with this story that's emerged today, that if you are a motorist, you are going to be hit with increased toll charges across the country from next January. They will be rising in line with inflation, which at this stage stands at about 9%. It's going to affect more than half a dozen toll roads, including the M50 in Dublin, which is owned, of course, by the government. To find out the details and what can be done maybe to prevent these charges coming into effect, I'm joined on the line by Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor with the Sunday Independent and also Patter to be an ancient leader and TD from Mead West. Geraldine, I want to start with you. Is there any escape from these tolls or are they going up everywhere? No, they're going up, um, as you rightly point out, the only road of the 10 toll roads on our national road network that won't see an increase is the Dublin Port Tunnel. Um, I suppose the, the best thing that motorists can do is it, the, the biggest increases are for people who are unregistered. So if you get yourself a tag, you'll have less of an increase, but they're still substantial. And the other thing about them is they're also going up quite considerably for goods vehicles. So goods vehicles on the M50 will see an increase of anywhere between 20 cents and 50 cents, depending on the size of their vehicle. So these are the kind of cost scenes that are going to be passed on to the consumer elsewhere as well. So this is very disappointing news. Yeah, and a couple of years ago during the pandemic, there were fewer cars on the road in 2020 and 2021. But I think anybody perhaps driving home or getting ready for the drive home would say traffic volumes are back to where they were a few years ago. So why do the companies need this extra money? Absolutely, they are. Um, and what they're saying is it's linked to um, uh, to inflation. So they're simply passing it on to the consumer. The, uh, but I mean, the thing you have to consider also, Ian, is there was increases introduced this year on seven of the toll roads that were increased. There was 10 cents put on um, on the toll. So like this is two years in a row now there's been increases. And I think, you know, given the fact, as you rightly point out, that Transport Infrastructure Ireland is a government body, I think when they're calling on workers to exercise wage constraints, they should be absorbing some of these costs at the moment and not passing them directly on to the consumer. These are the maximum increases they can inc- that they can introduce and that's what's what they're doing. Let's bring in Padder Tobin. Padder, I know, I think the last time I spoke to you, we were discussing the M50 toll roads. The government are the owner of the toll road. They took it into ownership of many years ago at this stage. Why is the government actually putting up the price here? Because for public transport users, there has been a cut because of inflation going up. Yeah, I think it's particularly wrong in the case of the, of, of the government-owned infrastructure. So the, the M50 bridges were built for 53 million euros. Um, and in the last nine years, the state has harvested 1.3 billion euros worth of tolls just in the last nine years. So, you know, the, the citizens, the, the commuters have paid for this infrastructure 20, 30, 40 times over at this stage. Um, and, you know, what this is, is a, it's a taxation on commuters. It's a taxation on workers who have to travel distances to work. And these are the people who are already being crucified in terms of the price of fuel. So nearly 50% of the cost of filling your tank is government taxation. And indeed, government is taking more money now in those taxes than it did before the cost of living crisis actually happened. And the most frustrating element to the, for this is Many of your listeners are right now sitting in traffic congestion. So they're being asked to sit for hours, uh, potentially every day, to sit in traffic congestion and still pay these tolls. Commuters from my own county in Mead, for example, will spend nearly three hours a day um, commuting to work. 
Um, and that's a horrendous uh, imposition on people in time uh, levels, but it's also very, very difficult in, in levels of cost as, as well. And, you know, the government are not really giving people alternatives here. So, you know, we've been campaigning for years for a, a rail line, for example, from Navin to Dublin. But from the rest of the commuter uh, area now, people will tell you that buses are not turning up. They're turning up full uh, or they're just uh, passing by. Uh, and that's because the government are not able to get the drivers in place to be able to staff the buses that are need, needed to deal with it. So people don't have options. They're forced into their cars, and now they're being they're hammered in terms of cost. And to give a person an idea of the cost of this, um, a worker from my own county working in South Dublin will spend €2,000 plus on tolls on an annual basis. Um, and, you know, for the government to do this is absolutely wrong. And I, and I raised it with the Taunashta uh, today, Leo Vracker, and he said, you know, that the government didn't have really control over this. He said he didn't know about it. But they do have it, control over the M50. They do indeed. And, and to be honest, it was, it was Leo Vracker who was the Minister for Transport who created the TII in the first place. So, um, and this for me seems like the government, you know, putting decisions at arm's length in the same way it does with the, with the HSE. So absolutely, the, there's no excuse for the M50, the busiest road in the country, uh, to have an increase. And we would argue in this time of cost uh, uh, of living crisis, in actual fact, the, the level of toll on those roads should be radically decreased. Patter, the companies that operate these toll roads, a lot of them are international companies, they can, as per their contracts, increase them by the cost of living. But do they have to justify the increase they're putting in? Because it's going up by the maximum amount. I think like, we've really like, seen how badly uh, negotiated these contracts were. For, you know, so it, it, many of these contracts are... From those companies' perspective, you know, heads we win, tails you lose. Even during, during the, the cost of living crisis, when volumes reduced on these roads, the state had to step in in the likes of the M3 and the Limerick Tunnel and pay for the extra, the, the differential between the tolls um, that were being uh, harvested uh, and uh, the money within the contract. Um, and, you know, in, in the, these companies obviously had a big investment to make at the start, but those investments were made years ago. Um, what they're doing now is simply harvesting money for the, the pension funds or the investment funds that they're involved in. Um, so there isn't the, there's no necessity for them to be putting up these uh, costs. These are not, most of the money they take in on these roads are not going into resurfacing and, and keeping these roads in good nick. And also this is going to lead into inflation because if the transportation companies have higher costs, they simply have to add that on to uh, the end user, whether it be food or, or other items. So, you know, the government really needs to step in. Uh, I want to bring Geraldine Herbert back in from the Sunday Independent. Geraldine, is there any easy way for motorists to avoid these roads without having to spend several hours getting home? No, I don't think so, because most of these people, like, motors are using these roads because they're the only routes to use. The other alternative is clogging up our local towns or whatever. I mean, these were built for a reason and they were to bypass certain areas. So, I mean, you know, that is the alternative which will probably take longer. So, again, if there is public transport for people, most people with the fuel costs the way they are at the moment are already availing of that. So it is is really unfortunate. The other thing I'd just like to, the other point I'd like to make is, yes, the M50 is directly controlled by Transport Infrastructure Ireland, but remember, it was transport 
Infrastructure Ireland, that was the agency that okayed these increases, they were reviewed and gre- agreed by them. So actually all of the increases on all of the roads go back to the government. And as I said, it really, you know, when they're calling on workers to, to exercise wage constraint or restraint and then they do this, it really is ridiculous. Geraldine, I just want to put to one of the comments that's coming in from our listeners on 87 102 A listener here saying that I've noticed the M4 and M1 have many lights switched off and, and no cashiers. So they're already making savings because people, of course, are signing up for the online or for the tags. Is that happening on many of these toll roads that there is a reduction in cashiers? Absolutely. And that is one thing to make the point, because, you know, over the last number of years, more and more of them have become automated. And a lot of them, when you go drive through them after five o'clock in the evening, there is nobody at them. It's not a case of just one or two cashiers. There's literally nobody there. So, I mean, the TII have said that part of this, the reason for this increase is the motorway and maintenance and the wider national road. But it's also toll collection and operations. But the costs of that have to have reduced considerably over the past number of years. I want to bring in back Pat Tobin. Perhaps there might be an argument, Pat, to say, look, we want to actually get people into public transport where the cost is lower and also from our environment point of view that we don't want as many people sitting in their own in a car every day at five o'clock. Well, I would dearly love if the government's put the capacity into the public transport system to do that. I, I commute in and out of Dublin uh, on a daily basis and I have never seen traffic as bad. It's People are being tortured in the, in the level of time it takes to, to commute. But I will say this, there are many uh, bus companies around the, the country that, you know, can't afford to deliver contracts for the government. We had a big crisis recently with regards to school bus um, um, uh, crisis. And what happened there was the government looked for private companies to tender to deliver that work. But the, the problem is that the cost of uh, transport, the cost of fuel, and these tolls are so dear on these companies that it's sometimes not worth their while even tendering for these contracts. So the government is actually damaging its own ability to be able to deliver a public transportation system by, by keeping these costs so high. Just want to bring in one final text on this for now. I have to use the M50 on a daily basis to commute to work. I'm in effect being charged to travel to work and sit in traffic in a cost of living crisis. Increased tolls seems ridiculous. Already putting costs on people who are under financial pressure is not right, particularly when the government is the one that's putting them up. There shouldn't be any tolls on the M50 in either case. Patter, just one very brief question to you finally. Is there any chance of bringing some of these other toll roads back into state ownership? Yeah, well, some of these um, toll roads are coming to an end uh, fairly shortly. I think the contracts for those were like 25 uh, years to 30 years. Um, so I, I believe that the government could actually look to see what value is left in some of these contracts and then see uh, what purchases that they could make in relation to buying those contracts out. Uh, and that would be the best way to, uh, to achieve this. The only problem is every time the government has done this before, um, the you know the the key value the has uh, has been won by the by the companies, I, and I don't trust the com- the government to manage those purchases Patter, properly. Patter, I have to leave it there. Patter Tobin and Geraldine Herbert, thank you very much for joining us. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty.